This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Sunday, June 29th, 2014. What matters most? Dressing for spiritual success. Good morning, Connection Community Church. It is so great to be with you this morning. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you so much for this day. It's a day that you've made, a day where we get to come into your, your place. Every place is your place, but you've set this aside that today we could worship you in community with one another. That's so important, to hang out with you and with one another. And so, God, bless our time. Open our hearts that we might hear what you have intended for each one of us. It's all different. And that we might be changed and transformed by it. I pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And everybody gathered said, Amen. 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 What matters most? What matters most? Well, we've talked about that for the month of June. And we kicked it off by saying truly what matters most is our relationship with God and with one another. And then last week we talked about our relationship with creation. Today we end our series, What Matters Most, and our focus will be on dressing for spiritual success. Back in uh, 1975, a guy named John T. Malloy wrote a book called Dress for Success. <clears throat> Focused on how clothing, uh, the effect clothing has on a person's success, both in the business and the workplace and in personal life. <clears throat> he, follow, he followed that two years later with the women's Dress for Success book. Now I googled this idea, Dress for Success, and I got over 14 million hits in a third of a second. Apparently, this is a pretty important topic. Um, what you put on seems to have a few, huge uh, Im impact on your success in the marketplace and in your personal life. But what you put on has a huge impact on your spiritual life as well. But we're not talking about <laughs> clothing here. We're talking about preparing yourself spiritually to go out into the world. We're talking about how you spiritually dress for success. Several places in, um, in the Bible and the scriptures that talk about how we should dress for spiritual success. Today, our focus is on Isaiah chapter 52. Before we get to 52, though, let's get a little background. We go back to chapter 39. And in that chapter, we see the Hebrew king, Hezekiah, and he's giving a tour of all his kingly treasures to some of the leaders from Babylon. <coughs> now, this is about 700 B.C. Hezekiah was a good king. In fact, one of the most faithful kings Judah had had. Now, that's interesting because his country had suffered long periods of unfaithfulness even in the kingship, in the leadership, and amongst the people. They'd been far from God far too many times. And so Hezekiah was a bright spot, though short-lived. Here's the thing, though. Even though he was faithful, like us, he was human. And his pride encouraged him to show his kingly uh, storehouse 
to the Babylonians. Now at the same time, there was a guy who was living at that place at that time, prophet. His name was Isaiah. Now, a prophet is someone who speaks on behalf of God, who brings God word, who God speaks through to the people. And so Isaiah pointed out to the king, in fact, God pointed out to the king through Isaiah, that the time would come in the future when everything in that palace, all that had been stored up, would in fact be carried off to Babylon, carried off to the very place where the people were visiting and checking it out now, uh, that nothing would be left, that even some of the king's descendants would be taken away to that foreign country at some time in the future. Well, that indeed did happen. 100 years later, in 587 B.C., before Christ, Jerusalem fell to Babylon, and many of the best and the brightest were exiled. They were taken to a foreign place. And so we read in chapters 40 to uh, 55 of Isaiah, Isaiah deals with that period in history. In chapter 52, Isaiah shares the prophetic word of God. God spoke to Isaiah, and Isaiah was the mouthpiece, sharing the word of God with those who were in exile. He's telling them what they need to do, how they, um, how they need to dress, so to speak, in order to make a change, to turn things around. His prophetic words, they're wise words, they're God-given words. They give us direction here today as well as, uh, as Isaiah shares with us how to dress for spiritual success. Here's what God shares through the prophet Isaiah. Awake! Awake, Zion! Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and defiled will not enter you again. Shake off your dust. Rise up! Sit and throne, Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains on your neck. Daughter Zion, now a captive. We want to talk about this uh, word a little bit by sharing with you the three A's, the three A's of dressing for spiritual success based on this passage. The first A, any guesses? Are you awake? <laughs> awake. Awake. Say awake. awake. Thank you. Awake. That's what I, Isaiah is telling the home crowd. Awake. Awake, Zion, that's another name for Jerusalem, another name for God's people, the Hebrew people, who were living in Babylon during this exile. Awake, he says. It's so important that he says it twice. Awake, awake. So he's saying, hey, gang, it's time. Wake up. Pastor Steve Furtig puts it like this. He says, it's a call to action to the people who have been spiritually asleep for a long, long time. It's a wake-up call to the first degree. Mm. And that's true for us as well. This first step for dressing for spiritual success is to wake up. Wake up, wake up. You know, you can't be ready for what God has to offer if you're spiritually asleep at the wheel, amen? You, I did, that didn't sound awake. Amen? Well, oh, that's a little better. That's a little better. Let me tell you a little story. I was in class back in seminary back 
back in seminary, a few years ago. <laughs> this was a, 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 I love this professor. It was a small, kind of intimate class. We were just 15 in the class. The only challenge for me was, at that particular time, on that particular day, virtually every week, I guess I was really tired. Because I fell asleep in that class like every week. Now, I've been in lecture halls of 300 in college, and you, know, you can kind of hide in those places. And if you fall asleep, the professor might not see if you're up in a corner. In a class of 15, <laughs> there's no hiding. You are not going to hide. And here was the worst part. But Gary and I were rarely on campus at the same time because one of us stayed home to watch kids. But that particular semester, we were. And she'd be outside waiting to see me after class. And my classmates would come out, and they'd just shake their head. They'd say, Carrie, it wasn't so bad that he fell asleep, but he started snoring. <laughs> snoring in a class of 15. Let me tell you, friends, we can't be sleeping. We can't be snoring when it comes to our spiritual selves, right? Right. We got to wake up. It's time to be awake. No hitting the snooze button for another nine minutes of, you know, no cat naps during the day. We have got to be awake. We got to be alert. We got to be ready for what God has to offer. Go ahead. I I'm awake. I still have that when he, when I was standing there waiting to see him. I hadn't seen him for a couple days, and it's like I can't wait to see. And they're all walking out, going, "Oh boy, he did it again." Anyway, go past the class. It's he all right. did with flying colors, by the way. So, you cannot get dressed if you're not awake. You can't pick out the proper clothing if your eyes aren't open. You can't be expecting God, waiting for God, listening for God, trusting God if you're still asleep. You can't see God at work around you. You can't recognize the blessings that God has for you in your life. You can't be spiritually all that God wants you to be if you're not spiritually awake. It's kind of like you're sleepwalking through life. You're snoozing through life, unaware, oblivious of God's action, God's presence around you. So what do you do? Well, um, drink some spiritual coffee. Not this. They got that? Yeah. <laughs> Your Bible, spiritual coffee, drinking God's presence. Do it through reading the Word of God, through prayer. Take a spiritual shower. You know, wash off. Allow God to, you know, clean you up through forgiveness, through confession, through thanksgiving. Do whatever you've got to do. Whatever you've got to do in order to be able to dress for spiritual success. And so our first A is what? Awake. 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 Second A, and, and, and this is absolutely crucial. This is like the, the, uh, the linchpin for spiritual success. The second A is attire. And I don't mean attire like on a car, but attire like what you wear. What are you going to wear? What are you going to put on? What are you going to clothe yourself in? So here's the question, like day to day, apart from the spirit, this regular clothing. How do you decide what to wear? Now, if you're a woman. Well, you, if you're a woman, you consider you your day, us? you know, what you've got to do, you know, what would be appropriate for the day, 
how long you might be on your feet, what shoes you're going to wear for the day. Am I not right? Take everything, everything into account. account. It's like functionality. Functionality. You know what you do if you're a guy? <laughs> you look in the closet and you say, what's clean and what don't I have to iron? Amen? <laughs> and if, not, if nothing's clean, you pick out the one that doesn't stink, that stinks the least, right? <laughs> and you put it on and you roll. Yeah? There you go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yay for guys. It's good to be a guy. So. <laughs> Functionality. <laughs> through the prophet Isaiah, God tells the people who had been exiled to Babylon that they need to clothe themselves. Clothe themselves with strength. Put on the garments of splendor. Put on the good stuff. Put on, put their best foot forward. Don't choose from that old, tattered, ratty collection of clothing. Put on the best you've got. Clothing that looks good, feels good, that helps you give your best. Mm. I was in a closet the other day looking for the tie that Dave was running. I don't know if you can tell it's a little ties with little crosses all over it. In fact, I have this whole box of ties. Obviously, I didn't get a whole lot of use these days. That one did, that still was in the plastic. I'd never even worn it. I probably had it for 10 years, 12 years now. Anyway, as I'm digging in, I've got boxes in there with all kind of junk in them. And, and I got to tell you, I got some really old clothes in that closet. I mean, I got some shirts in there that were two sizes ago. <laughs> but I keep them because I'm going to get back into them one of these days. <laughs> Because they're kind of ratty. If I, if I lose that much weight, I'm going to want something new. I'm not going to put... So Don't anyway, worry. I got some old stuff, and I, especially some old T-shirts. You, you with me on it? Some old, some old T-shirts, some ratty T-shirts. They've been around a while. They got holes. They got stains, you know, but they've got sentimental value. And they're broken in. Boy, are they broken in. <laughs> they feel good. I just can't let go of them. Anybody else got that? Anybody else have that? All right, okay. They, and you know, they're the ones that when you put them on, Carrie looks at you and goes, you know, Alan, that, that just isn't your best look. <laughs> that just is not your best look, well, honey. Well, it actually goes more like this. <laughs> and it happened last week. We were getting ready to go somewhere. <laughs> this is unusual, I gotta say that. Okay, all right, it's unusual. So last week it <laughs> happened. And so he comes and he's like, got this shirt on. I'm like, are you kidding? You're going no, out No, you didn't have that. to that say that. All you head. had to do was look at me. But I just said. Are you wearing that? So, are you ready to go? <laughs> no, I think you said, are you wearing that? No. No, I'm going to get in the car <laughs> and change. Of course I'm wearing that. That's what I got on. But with the question, I know what she's saying is, Alan, that is not your best look. <laughs> it's not your best look, you know? You might want to find out something a little fresher, a little less holes, less stains. You know, these are the kind of shirts, these T-shirts, that she'd love to get rid of and maybe has, you know? But I rescued them. Because, <laughs> you know, Goodwill wasn't going to love them like I would. <laughs> Nor was the trash can. 
So they have a home, permanent. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> He's like this all the time. <laughs> it's so much fun, anyway. <laughs> That's not what you say at home. <laughs> You see, it's kind of like that when you're dressing for spiritual success. We, we try to put on an old habit. You know, we try to go back in a closet and pull out that old habit, that worn-out way of living, that style that used to work for us before we knew Jesus. It, 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 but it ain't working anymore. You know, we, we've got it stored in our spiritual closet. Once in a while, we just got to go try and pull it out and try it back on. And, and when you do, you know, God kind of sounds like Carrie. He says, you know... I can say this part now. So I've got it together. You've got to get deep right. voice because this is God. He does. Ooh. He says, you know what? This is not your best look. That doesn't fit you like it once did. When you claimed me, the old is gone. The new has come. Don't pick up those old habits and put them back on. Don't take those old hurts and put them back in. They're gone. When you accepted me as your savior, you're new. The old is gone. The new has come. I thought when you gave your life to me that you gave up that old stuff. You can do it again each and every day because they don't fit you anymore. They don't fit you anymore at all. So why not get rid of them once and for all? See, here's the thing. If you really want to dress for spiritual success, you got to lay your clothes out the night before. You got to be ready. You got to plan ahead. You got to be prepared. If you're not going to put on those old ratty clothes that you wore before you knew Jesus, if you're going to let go of those hurts, hang-ups, and habits, if, if you're not going to go back to those old actions, words, and thoughts, you got to have a plan. You got to plan ahead. You got to prepare. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, <laughs> you know, the story here doesn't change a whole lot week to week. You read the scriptures. You read the Bible. You read God's word. You talk to God through prayer. You stay in touch. You, you stay in touch with other Christians, you get, with friends. You get in a small group. You, maybe you serve here at church and be in connection with people. You, you be generous with your stuff. But overall, everything, you stay focused. You stay focused. Consider ahead of time what, what used to make you angry and, and, and give it some thought, pray about it, and, and, and figure out ways to deal with it or possibly to avoid whatever it is that made you angry. Consider people, places, and things that aren't good for you, that, that aren't your best look. And, 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 and think about that and plan ahead of time how to avoid them or maybe even to let them go. Give some thought ahead of time as to what's coming the next day and what would Jesus do or what would Jesus have me do in the situation that I might be able to foresee. Consider what you need to be wearing or better yet, as they say on the runway, who you're wearing. You know, on the runway, you might wear Armani or Versace or Gucci or some other Italian guy. Who are you wearing? Is it Jesus? 
Is it Jesus? And you know, that can be tough, especially if all the people you used to hang with are wearing something else. You're trying to wear Jesus, and they aren't. That can be a tough, tough, tough place to be. But you can do it. You can handle it. You can, you can, you can behave in new ways, especially when you, you talk to God, you seek God's power through the Holy Spirit, you seek Jesus to just be with you as you go through that day. Plan ahead. So when you lay your clothes out the night before, keep in mind as you're dressing for spiritual success that you're actually dressing for battle. You're dressing for battle. It's a constant battle out there. And there's Satan who wants to kill, steal, and destroy our lives, who wants to tear us down, who wants to deride us and derail us. And so we need to dress ready. The Apostle Paul gives us some really great guidance in how to dress. We find it in the book of Ephesians. It's chapter 6, verses 13 to 18. Paul tells them that the church, and that is to us as well, we need to put on the full armor of God. Full armor of God. He says to, says to stand firm with the belt of truth around your waist and the breastplate of righteousness <clears throat> in place. You should have feet fitted with shoes of peace. Remember we've been talking about shalom, about harmony, peace. And, and you should carry a shield of faith, protect you from the flaming arrows shot at you by the evil one. Wear a helmet of salvation offered to you by Jesus Christ. Carry the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, the Bible. That is central to all protection there. And at all times, pray, 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 all times, all places, all kinds of prayers, all requests. Be alert and keep on praying. And here's the thing. Your prayer doesn't have to be a big and fancy and special word-induced prayer. I've had people say, I don't know how to pray. Sure you do. Just talk to God. Tell him what's on your heart. Tell him what you need. Tell him what, what you're sorry for. Tell him why you need him in your life. You don't have to use all this churchified language. I'm not sure God even likes churchified language. I think it, God likes it when we keep it simple, don't you? When we just talk to him in our voice, not somebody else's, and we talk to him like we're going to talk to somebody who we know cares about us because God does. Dressing for spiritual success. The three A's. First, we talk that we have to be awake. awake. Next, we have to put on our best attire. Finally, we must stay aligned. We must stay aligned. When, when Alan said the uh, breastplate of righteousness, that's like being made right. You know how in the newspaper everything's kind of lined up? That's justified, just as if I'd never sinned, made right. We need to stay aligned. You know, once you're dressed, before you leave the house, you better check the mirror 
make sure that everything's in place, everything's as it should be, to make sure that we are battle ready. Stay aligned. Mm. The other day I had my car <coughs> over here at, um, it used to be Carl King, now it's Mr. Tire. So I uh, was getting an oil change and having the tires rotated. Mr. Tire, makes sense. And, they, and, and when I picked the car up, I said, you know, uh, Mr. Jones, um, your car is out of alignment. Well, how do you know that? Well, we could tell because the tires were wearing unevenly. Well, that's interesting. Tires were wearing, I mean, I said, so first of all, how much does it cost? They told me, I said, what happens if I don't get it? Well, your tires will continue to wear unevenly, and that means they're going to wear out before they need to, so you're going to be buying tires before you really should. But in addition to that, your car isn't going to drive like it's supposed to. It's going to veer to the right or to the left. And when it does that, it, it, it could even shimmy and shake at high speeds. And, and, and with all that, it's not going to handle like it was designed to handle. The brakes aren't going to break like they were designed to. And long story short, your car is going to be a lot less safe than it was designed to be. By, by not doing something about this alignment, you're putting yourself in a position of... Uh, gosh, danger. 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 And you know, the same is true when we're dressing for spiritual success. Uh, we might be awake, hopefully, and we might be awake enough to pull out just the proper attire for the day. Very functional. <laughs> Very functional attire. We may even have done it the night before. But once we hit the street, once we go out there in our mission field, where it's a little different than in here, once we go out there, if we don't stay aligned, we're going to have some trouble because we're going to get worn down unevenly. We might veer to the right or to the left rather than staying straight like we're supposed to. When we wear unevenly, Satan's going to catch us at our weak spot. And he's going to hit us with his best shot. That could cause an accident. <laughs> that might help us to have some kind of a breakdown out there on the road of life. See, no matter how well-dressed we are for spiritual success, uh, it means very little if we can't stay aligned. We need to stay aligned with God through Jesus Christ, through the power of God's Holy Spirit. We do that by being in prayer constantly, not just in the morning, not just go to bed prayer, not just thanks for the cheeseburger prayer, but constant connection with God through the day. We've we got to stay focused on where we're headed. Stay focused for what we're dressed for, and that's spiritual success. Being the person that God intended us to be when God first thought of us so long, long ago. Keeping it straight, staying aligned, not veering to one side or the other. And here's the thing, it's not like a one and done thing. I got my alignment done the other day. Do you think that's the last alignment I'm going to have done on that car? I hope not, because I'm planning on keeping that car for another 130,000 miles, you know? I'm probably going to hit a, a, a curb, a pothole. I'm, something's going to, it's not one and done, and that's true with us too. You get aligned, you've got to basically get aligned every morning when you open your eyes. It's a brand new day. Lord, I'm recommitting my life to you, Jesus. You know, we're, we're a new person in Christ, so that new person got to start every day. Jesus, I'm yours. Jesus, guide me. 
Jesus, help me stay aligned, following, not veering to the right or the left. And when we get uh, dressed for spiritual success, we got to stay focused on the one who makes all the difference in the world. So we got to wake up, we got to attire, put on our best attire, and we got to stay aligned. Uh, and if any of those are kind of a weak spot in your life, you might want to focus on it. You might want to pray about it. Maybe it's a trifecta. Maybe you've got to look at all three. And that's okay, because God can help you do that. Amen? Amen. Let's dress for success. Let's pray. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church, please visit our website at connectioncc.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash connectioncc. You can also contact our church office at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.